What up, people? Welcome to another Chin Check. And uh, this week, we are looking at UFC on ESPN Plus 24, Blades v. Dos Santos. The fallout, we're going to be running through all of that. So, uh, yeah, sit back and enjoy, people. Okay, people, so yes, we have now had UFC on ESPN Plus 24, Blades v. Dasanios, and this was coming from uh, Rayleigh, North Carolina, um, so yeah, we had um, Brendan Fitzgerald, Michael Bisbin, and Daniel Cormier on the announcing, and yeah, that was fun. That was that was just straight jokes. Oh, DC wore a bright ass shirt. That purple shirt, man. What? So it was twelve bounce. But like one thing that I did not know. Okay, so Rayleigh is named after Sir Walter Rayleigh. And this is the thing, right, people? So I know who Walter Rayleigh is, but I always thought it was Walter Riley. Yeah, you know I mean, that's for, for all these years, I've been calling him Walter Riley. I didn't know it was Rayleigh, Walter Rayleigh. So that's crazy. Like, now I have to question everything. But I don't know if maybe the books I was reading, they just spelt it wrong. Or if my mind is just uh, just weirder than I thought. And I just changed the whole pronunciation all the time. But yeah, I thought it was Walter Riley. So had no clue that um, yeah, Rayleigh was... Uh, after him, and the, the, the other thing that gets me right because there's a Rayleigh in Mon, in um, Louisiana. God, there's too many places with the same goddamn name in America. It's driving me crazy. It's very confusing, people. Very confusing. But yeah, that's kind of a digression, right? So um, we should probably get to the card and things. Oh my. God, things started with a bang. So our first fight was Nick Landwehr. I think that's how you pronounce it. Against Herbert Burns. So this was at um uh featherweight. Yes, feather is heavier than a fly. Yeah, that's all. I don't know why I always mix featherweight and flyweight. Featherweight. Okay. Um but yes, so it was Nate's UFC debut and Burns's. I think it's his first fight. His first fight 
since the contender, or his second fight since the contender. But you know what I mean. He, he, you know, he hasn't had many UFC fights, so let's just say that. But um, yo, this was crazy. There's Nate. Nate was talking a lot before this fight, so you knew the. Oh, we were gonna get fireworks, and people, we got fireworks. So, um, yeah, Burns comes out hard, you know, pressing the action with stand up, and then he gets a takedown. All right, so, um, you know, right away, Burns he he sinks in a dance, and oh. It, it was looking tight. It was looking tight, right? So, um, Landwehr, yo, he stays calm. You had to give it to him because it looked like a bad position. So he stayed calm. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he was able to escape. So now they're on their feet. Landwehr comes forward, throws. Three, four shots. Uh, like Burns was able to kind of avoid. I think he avoided most of them. And then after the last shot, like because Landy's come, he's come forward, right? So he's extended on that last shot, and Burns throws a knee. Oh my god! This knee was pin. Point and you just heard the crack on the chin, and Landia goes down. He goes that he's out. He's out. Burns, you know, he follows up with I think one, two shots. Ref jumps. It is done. It's done. And to be honest, yo, homie was out with the knee. Oh, this was crazy. Crazy. It was probably about halfway through the rounds. So yeah, that was a hell of a performance from Herbert, man. A hell of a performance. And um, yeah, I say Herbert was one of my picks, man. Uh so then we had uh Brett Johns against Tom Gravely. Now, um I think I went gravely because he had a really good contenders, um, contender series performance, but it was mainly because of Johns has been out for so long. You know, he'd been out for so long. He's coming off of losses, and just thought, yo, it might take him a um a little while to get back. And the bantamweight division has been. Crazy, so it's just like okay. So, how is this? You know, what I mean, how's it gonna be now? John starts things with a great kick that puts gravely down. So, you're just like, oh, okay, interesting. Um, then John tries for a sub, but uh, yeah, gravely escapes, gets some, um, gets John's down. And then they just kind of, you know, it kind of goes back and forth like that. 
for a, for a little while, you know, like Johns gets Gravely, gets up, Gravely gets Johns, gets up, and it's a little bit back and forth. Uh, then Johns gets uh, Gravely's back and tries for a rear naked. He can't get it, but controls the position, you know. Um, Gravely does manage to survive. You know, John's is, he was on his back for nearly two minutes. And a lot of the time, Gravely was standing. You know, so, you, you, there's a kind of two things with that. Because you're thinking, oh, has John's worn out his leg? Because he's holding a triangle to keep that position. But, right? Gravely is standing up a lot of that time And that is definitely going to wear you out So it was just like, oh, how how will this be going forward, right? So second round starts And um, Gravely, you know, he starts things with some, some really good knees And uppercuts But Johns is able to get a takedown Then, um you know, again, it goes at back and forth because you know gravy gets one, and you know, just like in that first round, and and just it's really close action. You know, it, it, it it's very tight, but yeah, it, it's it's hard. You're thinking it could be one-one going into the third. Um. But yeah, like, you know, with the third, it's, um, yeah, we have some back and forth, you know, like the previous rounds, it's very close, you know, Uh, but um, Johns gets Gravely's back again, he he tries for a rear naked, Gravely, um, you know, he's able to stop it, he then goes... Um, with some ground and pound, gets onto the chin. Yo, that's um, sorry, that's John's by the way. You know, uh, yeah, gravely is able to you know stop the rear naked. So uh, you know, he transitions, he gets his back to the floor, and, and John's just comes with some ground and pound. He's like hitting him. Uh, Gravely gives up his back again Um, Still fighting that rear naked Johns is hitting him And that's the thing man You're getting punched in the head You forget about your chin That's what happened And uh, Johns sunk in that rear naked This time Ooh, this time it was tight And yeah Gravely had to tap but uh, it was a fun fight. It was definitely a fun fight, you know. Um, had a couple minutes left in that third round, but yeah, this was good. This was good, and it was a, it was a real good performance um, by Johns. You know, he, you could definitely see improvement in his game. I think he he showed more composure in difficult positions, 
And um, in some of his previous fights, you you could see that um, you know at points he rushed things, which then opened him up to uh, subs. So yeah, this was this was a real good performance, man. Uh, I re- yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing who uh, Johns gets in his next one. And you have to say, gravely, hell, he put on a good show too. So. Uh, you know, like, yes, it's a loss, but I think he can take heart from that performance, you know, so, uh, next up, we go, we're staying in the bantamweight division, but this time, it's the, the ladies on show, and we've got Lena Landsberg against Sarah McMahon, and, um, yeah, this is McMahon's, uh, return since she, uh, since she had a kid, so, you know, you, you've got that, um, you've got the fact she's been away for a while, but she does train at Alpha Mouth, so she's got a good camp, but then Lin- Landsberg, Hank, you know, she's looked okay in her last few performances, so it's just like, oh, how is this gonna show, uh, and, um, man, like, uh so the first round, and McMahon, you know, she's able to uh, grab a single and get the takedown. And, you know, she she's on the ground. Antwerp is trying to, you know, block headshots and shit, but McMahon lands some, ugh, some vicious body shots. You know, some real vicious body shots. She's then trying for like, I don't know, like Kamoras and shit, which she's not able to get. But you're just like, oh, uh, I I think I see how this fight is going. Because it was weird. Like, I think we've seen Landsberg be better. On the ground But in this fight Yeah it was it was all a bit One sided So going into the second round You're just like oh, Can Landsberg stay on her feet um, And you know, I think because she got taken down So easily In that first And she wasn't able to really You know what I mean Do anything on her back So she's Tentative, you know what I mean? She it starts off very tentative, and uh, McMahon is able to get a trip takedown on her. Um, yeah. So again, she she's on top, controlling things. Now, she's not causing a load of damage, but she's controlling. Um, and just pressuring Landsberg, you know, and Landsberg just has no answers, just has no answers, she does look kind of lost down there, you know, she's just not able to really implement anything, uh, so now we're in the third round, then you're just thinking, like, Landsberg needs a finish to win this fight, Right, and, uh, 
you know, she does, I think she did the worst thing possible, straight out the gate, she initiated the clinch, initiated the clinch, and, um, yeah, <laughs> that's just perfect for McMahon, and, uh, you know, she was able to get her down, and she just dominated, just controlled just controlled it all from that position. And so, yeah, it was a uh, a solid win for McMahon, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely stuff that you'd like McMahon to see from McMahon when she's in some of those positions. But the fact that, oh, she gave birth and she's been away for so long. Yo, this was a tight, this was very tight from her, you know? And you just wonder about Landsberg, um, you know, going forward because the women's bantamweight division is not, you know, it's not a picnic. There's some real friggin' tough fights. So yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen for her um, going forward. But hey, we'll just have to see, right? So next up, we um, again we we're staying in the bantamweights, but we're back to the men, and we have um, Montel Jackson against Felipe Corrales. You know, um, this looked like it could be an interesting one. You know. So it starts off and Jackson shows some some crisp hands, you know, and then gets um, Corrales down. But Jackson can't hold him. And the next three minutes, um, a spin, takedown, stand up, takedown, stand up, essentially, you know. Uh, and that's you know, Jackson taking Corrales down. Uh, Jackson finally goes to the hands, though. And he lands. Whew, I don't even know. I think it must be like 10 shots unanswered in a row. In a row. And he, you know, he has rocked Corrales just... It, 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 it's kind of crazy You know You're, you're kind of thinking If he can continue It could be over The ref could be stopping it uh, But Corrales is able To survive And I think that's only because Like Yeah something like Jackson would have him In these bad positions But then go for a takedown and it's just like, or, or clinch. And you're just like, no, just continue punching, man. Continue punching, you know. But, hey, yo, it was a great round for um, for Jackson, you know. So, second start. And Corrales, you know, he comes out um, pressing forward. You know, so we're just like, okay. All right, what's he got? You know, but, you know, Jackson, um, yeah, 
he he's able to uh just yeah just land some good shots man and um he gets him down uh like well there's it's just a sharp he just lands this sharp jab down the pike and um yeah Corrales whew, just goes down goes straight down you know Jackson he follows him down which mm, you know he he probably should have stayed made him get back to his feet and then just continued but he follows him down gets himself in a bit of trouble you know what i mean because Corrales sinks in a tight guillotine um and it at first you're thinking okay like you know Jackson should be able to get but then Corrales you know he repositions and it's just like oh shit this has got tighter oh what's happening here Jackson is able to escape though um and then he starts to grind with uh takedown pressure um and as you know but it, it it's like that first round right and as you know they're back on their feet and as soon as the hands fly then he's close to putting um Corrales away again but he uh, again he follows him back down to the ground and you're just like no so just stand you've got him in trouble man you've got him in trouble but yeah it is what it is so third round um and uh jackson he he's looking tired you know what i mean he he's looking looking tired and, and crazily Corrales, he's not Right, and you're thinking out the two, Corrales is the one that should be tired. He's been taken down. He's been hit with some ridiculous shots, like all that pressure on him. But Corrales don't look tired, you know. But he allows Jackson to clinch, you know, which ah no, because Corrales is only winning with a stoppage, so. He should should have wanted like keep it in the open and just go for it. But yeah, they clinch up. Jackson gets the takedown. Uh, Corrales does get up though, pretty much straight away, and gets his own takedown. But you know he can't really hold Jackson, and Jackson gets up too. Now Jackson lands some good shots. Some good shots, and you're thinking, oh, he's rocked Corrales again, but they clinch, they clinch, he takes Corrales down, um, you know, a couple more times from that, Corrales grabs another guillotine at the end, but, uh, yeah, Jackson survives, and, yeah, he, win- he wins the fight. You know, like, yeah, it was kind of, you know, the only way he's losing if is if he was stopped. So, yeah, that was straight up a win for your boy Montel Jackson. 
And, you know, I think when he looks at the tape, he will see that, oh, that, that, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's definite moments when you'll just stand. When you've got someone rocked, just stand at, because, hey, it, it would have been stopped. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, that, he, he's, you know, Nine and one now, right? So it's not like he's had a, a ton of fights. So this is shit that you pick up with experience. So yeah, but you know, he, he definitely has got potential. So next up, we've got Lucy Padalova against Justin Kitch at a flyweight. And, um, I, yeah, with this one, it starts on both, you know, both girls are using a, a lot of movement, you know, they're using a lot of movement, not really engaging, but they're bouncing around all over the place. Kish is, um, you know, she's trying to find her rhythm, it seems, uh, but she's getting tagged a bit. But as time goes, she's able to land, you know, more of her own shots. Put a lover, she's landing, but then starts to wait. Like, it starts off and she's kind of leading, but then she's waiting on Kish. You know, it's like she wants to wait and counter. But. By doing that, she's not doing anything. And all, all the judges can really see is that Kish is pressing forward. So it's not like a lot is happening, but Kish is the one kind of pressing the action. Uh, so second, and um, yeah, put it over... It just seems very much f- thrown off by Kish's just erratic movement. You know, Kish isn't throwing great techniques or anything like that, but she's just doing more. You know, she's the one kind of pushing and, and just doing more, which... Yo, that's going to make the judges, again, that's just, the judges will see that, and she'll get the nod. You know, so, yeah, not much is happening in this fight, it's it's a funny one. Um, So, third round, (laughs) again, it's just a a lot of movement, they're bouncing around a lot. You know, they're, they're bouncing around a lot. Um, but not really engaging a whole lot. As, you know, as things go on, Kish is doing the most. Nothing crazy, you know. But I, I think the fi- the. F- Big things for her in this third round is she lands a spinning back fist and gets a takedown. You know, so 
it, it, it's not a crazy amount of stuff, but the two biggest things of that round were from Kish, and with just her, the one moving forward the most, she's getting the nod, you know, so she, she managed to get herself a win, which is good for her, no, it, it's definitely a good look for her, because... She's had some tough moments in the UFC And especially in her last few fights But now this is a fight I was looking forward to Uh, We had Arnold Allen against Nick Lentz And in his last fight Allen looked Oh, so damn good um, Against Gilbert Melendez so it's just like, okay, how is he gonna be against Lens? And Lens, who he he looked good. He looked good coming into this fight. So it's just like as um you know Arnold improves, how is he going to fare with um tougher opponents in this featherweight division? You know what I mean? That's the big question. So it starts off and Lens, you know, he's pushing forward. But Allen is, you know, he's utilizing great movement. And he's, you know, he's tagging Lens with just a sharp jab. Just tag out, move, tag, move. You know what I mean? He's being very effective. Lens, you know, gets a couple of takedowns. So that makes things kind of close. But you're kind of thinking, oh, I like Alan. I think Alan's taking it. You know what I mean? So his second round, yo, Lens, you know, he's trying to push forward. But again, Alan is. He's sitting down on his punches more this round. So he's doing a oh man, he's doing a number in Lenz's face. Now Lenz is all looking bloody, his eyes kind of closing. And, and he rocks Lenz a couple of times. You know, so it's just like, ooh. Yeah. I think Alan is just putting his stamp on this. So third round. And uh, this was a grind, you know, Lens, like, he's busted up, but he keeps coming forward, Alan, you know, he's just showing great composure in there, he's got sharp hands, and just great defense, you know, like, just, he's really putting on a great display, it's definitely his toughest, I think it's his toughest fight, but he, he yeah, I think he's so improved, and Alan showed that he's definitely, definitely on the road to big things, and who knows, man, I think we, we might, we might be looking at, a, you know, a future Featherweight champion. Yeah. I, I think Allen has definitely got that potential. 
Alright, so the main event of the prelims And we have got Bevan Lewis against Dequan Townsend at middleweight Now, Bevan, like he was training at Jackson Wink But he's moved And this is the thing, like and you know, early in his career, people were comparing him to John Jones, and he's always looked good. But you kind of think there's just been some lapses, which have you know just lost him fights. He's never looked rubbish, but it's just, you know, he's been winning, and then, he you know, little things, like he gets overconfident, and he's knocked out. You know, it's just little, just these little things. So with this change of camp, it's like, okay, so how, how's this going to be um, looking for him? You know, so first round, and... Yo, Lewis is coming hard and fast. You know what I mean? He's really taking it to Townsend. But Townsend isn't worried. You know, he, he's staying composed and lands some big knees in the clinch. And you're just like, oh, God, I wouldn't want to be on the end of those. Um, even though Lewis, he, like, he's the smaller of the two, but he's controlling the action in the clinch, you know, and he's hitting some good counters, uh, when, um, Townsend lands, like, you know, he's, he's got the power, but, you know, he, he's not landing a lot. So this is the thing, like, L- Lewis, you know, he's a smaller, so he's got, really, he's got really good movement, and he's able to move in and out. And, like, Townsend, he's kind of just, he's a little flat-footed, and he, he, he's just kind of plodding a bit. So he, he's not able to... Yeah, just land those shots with the frequency of Lewis. Uh, yeah, but he's got some good knees. You know, so second round, um, Lewis lands some heavy kicks to Townsend's uh, lead leg. You know, uh, and and you're just like, ooh. There too, and you you know that those kicks are hurting, and you're thinking, oh, like more of those, and we're gonna have problems, you know. Like Lewis, he's the faster of the two. You know what I mean? But uh, he, you know, he looks like he's um. I don't know, he looks like he's hurt his leg So this is the crazy thing We don't really see what happened Because, you know, Lewis kicked Townsend So you can see why his legs 
are, um, you know, getting a bit beat up. But it's hard to kind of see what happened with Lewis. Uh, so, yeah, he, he, you know, that's the problem. So, because of his leg, Lewis is now implementing a lot of clinch work. Which is fine, because he's able to control it. But, you're kind of thinking, being in a clinch, you're opening yourself up to the knees. And potentially just, like, the heavy hands of Townsend. So, we're going into the third. And, um... Yeah, Townsend lands a uh, a leg kick that visibly hurts Lewis. You're so uh, you're just like, ooh, this could be interesting. But you know, again, Lewis implements the clinch, and I don't know. Townsend just wasn't able to. He wasn't able to get separation. And when um, when there is space, he just isn't able to take advantage. You know, so he's not able to connect with, the, with his, you know, heavy hands. Isn't able to kind of throw any more, like, big kicks or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, it, I think it, it's Lewis's speed... And agility gets him through, and uh, he picks up a win, which is definitely a good look for him. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, right. The prelims they weren't bad. We had some good fun fights. So it's just how is this main card gonna be? That's the big question, right? Okay, so we are now at the main card And we're starting things off with the light heavyweight division We've got Jamal Hill against Darko Stoizic And uh, yeah, Stoizic comes straight for it You know what I mean? He ain't messing around But uh, yeah, Hill... Oh man, pinpoint jabs. You're pinpoint jabs, people, and they're keeping Stoizic at bay. But you know what? He's perseverance, and Stoizic he keeps coming, and uh, you know he's throwing heavy shots. They're not hitting, but they are close. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, I do not want to get tagged by any of those. He'll, you know, he has, um, he's landed some really powerful jumping knees, which, yeah, like definitely, uh, you know, athletic. Oh, so we're just like, okay, that's interesting. It's giving stories out something to think about. But he is keeping his chin high. You know, and Stozak has come close to rocking him a few times. You know, just a little bit, 
Just need to tuck that in just a little bit, people. Just a little bit. Second round. Hills, yo, he's uh, starting fast with the jab. Yo, kick, jab, kick. Some real good combinations. But he's allowing Stoyzak to come, you know, come at him because of his, uh, you know, just a bit of a wobbly defense, let's say. Stoyzak has, um, I think, significantly slowed. And that's allowing Hill to pick him apart. Yo, so with some real good combinations and work, yo, like he he's really like he's putting on a bit of a clinic in there. He he's showing some real nice shot selection and and just he's putting work on. You know, so third round, Hill is throwing a um, yo, he's throwing a variety of kicks. Which is nice to see. Stoyzak, you know, he gets a um, gets a bit of a bum rush takedown, just kind of like, ah! <laughs> you know, what I mean? um, and he lands some heavy shots in the process. Uh, he was able to get out of trouble and get back up, but. You know, Stoyziak gets another takedown, but he can't hold it. Alright, so, now, he was getting, um, he's getting tired, and his hands have dropped. But Stoyziak, you know, he's able to get another takedown, and he's, like, he's showing a lot of heart. Yo, because he's down. He's clearly down too. But he's in there. He's pushing, trying his thing. Um, yeah. You know? Like, I think Stozet might have taken that third. But Hills, you know, Hill takes the fight for all the work he's done in the previous rounds. So it is a good win for Hill. But when he steps up in competition, he he's definitely he, he needs to sort the defense out, you know. Otherwise, yo, is it's gonna be a Johnny Walker situation? You know what I mean? Like he, he's he's gonna be, some of those better opponents will take advantage of the holes. But fun fight though. Alright, so now we are in the female strawweight division. And we got Hannah Cipher, who is the hometown girl, against Angela Overkill Hill. I think this is gonna be interesting. You know? Uh I think because Cipher, yo, she's looked real tough and just solid in her last few fights. And Hill, Hill is good. So she she sometimes just steps off the gas. Yo, she can have a really good round or first half of a round, 
But then sometimes she just seems to... I don't know. But the, the performance doesn't... It's not always consistent all the way through. So it's a, this is always dependent on what heel shows up. Because if it is the in and out heel, then Cypher... Yo, she's got this. But if Hill can just keep a consistency, it could be a tough day in the office. So, um, yeah, like this is man. What we what we see straight away at range, Hill is. You know, she's connecting really well But She's coming into the pocket A lot And that's You know, that's where Cypher wants her And it's allowing her To um, land You know, land those body shots Just Connect and do her thing so it's a close first round Like if Hill stays at range She's like Kirin, She's going to take this So it's You know Have to see what happens in the second You know what I mean um, Now Cypher She's um, coming forward More this round And Hill is trying To sit on her punches You know they clinch up and Hill lands a um, a really nice sweep, a really nice sweep takedown, yo. And from there, Hill is yo. She shows some really good jujitsu. I mean, really good jujitsu. She gets full mount, like. Pretty seamlessly You know what I mean Just Yeah it, it was just Real nice to see And um, Yo She comes Down With Two Vicious Elbows Just Oh And you can see Cypher just Is like Oh man What Is Happening you know, and, and but Cypher, you know, she tries to change position, but what Hill does, like expertly, you know, she moves right up. So her knees are basically under Cypher's elbow, um, armpits, which means like Cypher can't get her off her. Yo, know, she can't buck her or anything like that. Because Hill is so high and she just solidifies that position. Right? Um, so there's no moving her. And she just continues to... Um, yeah, just continues to punish Cypher with elbows. Oh, it's just... It's not good. And... Uh, yeah, there's nothing for it, but the ref has to stop this fight. So uh, yeah, it was a really good victory for Hill. You you know Cipher is very disappointed. 
You know, essentially being at home. But uh but yeah, great performance from Hill. You know, really good. So next up, we have got Jordan Espinosa against Alec Perez in the men's uh, um, yeah flyweight division. And um man Things start with Perez landing, oh man, a really good leg kick. And Espinosa, you know, like he's in and out with um, a sharp jab. But Perez, you know, he makes a uh, a good transition. I mean, like he just, you know, train, changes levels really well and gets the takedown. So from there, Perez, you know, he he went for an arm triangle, right? But the thing is, he's in half guard, but he's on the wrong side. You know what I mean? Like, he's on the wrong side. So you're looking at it and you're just like, you're like but you, you need to get your legs free. Otherwise, you... You're not gonna get the, the 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 triangle. Like, what are you doing, man? Um. So yeah, it was. You just like, huh? You're scratching your head. But um, the referee goes to check. And Espinosa is out. He is out cold. It was just like, wait, what the fuck just happened? That's not meant to happen. That is crazy. Like a great performance from Perez. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, Espinosa must have thought, I'm safe. He he's not in the right position for this. But yeah, next thing, he is uh, he's out cold, man. It's out and it's one of those, you know, I mean, those worrying ones where he's out and his legs are just kicking. You're like, ugh, oh shit. But you know, he he woke up. It was fine. It was all good. But yeah, great win for Perez, who now moves to twenty three and five. All right, so now we're at the co-main event. It's the welterweight division. Rafael Dos Anjos against Michael Chiesa. And, uh, yeah, this definitely an interesting fight. You know, RDA, a lot of experience at well away, but Chiesa is pure. He is big. Real big. Which makes you just scratch your head at, like, how the Fuck was he getting down to lightweight, you know? Um, so things start off and RDA, man, he his hands are looking really sharp. Really sharp. And he's um you know, he he cracks Chiesa with a right. Oh it was a good shot. Like Chiesa kind of staggers a little. And from there, he's a bit like, okay, I'm going for a takedown because I do not want any of that. So, yeah, like, Chiesa goes for a takedown. 
Um, he gets it, and then he goes to he and it, it, you know he takes RDA's back, and he's trying to sink in a, a rear naked, but RDA you know he stays composed, stays composed, and escapes that position. But you know Chiesa, he controlled that round. So you're just like oh. Okay, okay, but you know what I mean? we we saw RDA's got good hands, so you know if it stays standing, what is gonna happen? So second round, Chio you know, Chiesa is like he's moving for a you know for a takedown, but RDA oh he's hands and kicks to keep him at bay, and um. Yeah, he's showing like he's working well, you know. RDA, you know, he's definitely having a, a better round, and Chiesa is a bit wobbly on his feet. You know what I mean? It's definitely a little bit wobbly because he don't. I think he underestimated RDA's hands a little, uh, but he gets another t- couple of takedowns. You know, so it's just a bit like, oh, he gets that round. You know, so RDA is now down two. So he he needs a stoppage. And I think the problem is, in his last few fights, RDA's fought five. So now this is three. So he needs something big this round, right? Um, ah, but... Chiesa, you know, he gets RDA down early, real early, and a bit easily, a bit easily, and you're just like, ah, damn it, um, so yeah, you know, he's, um, like, trying for a straight arm Kimura, um, RDA then goes for a leg lock, but, you know, like, the knee isn't really in the right position, and, like, at no point has he really got it, and you're just like, ah, he should use a leg lock to stand, use the leg lock to stand, and then, you know what I mean, do your thing, because you are... Really working on the feet. Like, he could win the fight on the feet. But he stays trying to sink in this leg lock. And it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. Round finishes. Chiesa gets the win. You know? Which is a real good one for him. And he calls out Kobe Covington, which, interesting, interesting, but, this is the thing though, she is just like, yo, I want Covington, and then a title shot, and I'm just a bit like, what way is, yeah, what way is a bit too crazy for that, you know, because before, he gets a title shot, you kind of think, right, well, if Leon Edwards beats Tyron Woodley, 
he gets a title shot, right? Masdevol, you think he warrants a title shot? You know, like, even Covington put on a such a great performance in that fight against Usman, you could even, like, if he has... Like, he could maybe just get another re- automatic rematch. Who knows? Depending on what happens in these, you know what I mean, next few months. You're thinking, hey, it could go that way. But there are, you know what I mean, there's there's a few people ahead of Kiesa. So, um, you know, it is what it is, right? But... We are now there. It's time for the main event, which is Curtis Razorblade Blades. Yeah, Curtis Razor. No, so Curtis Razorblades uh, against Junior Dos Anjos. Um, and I can't pronounce his nickname. I forget what it is as well. Yeah, I can't lie. But uh, yeah, this is a heavyweight one. Right, so, um, you know, Blades comes in, he's saying he's going to do work on Dasanyas. Dasanyas thinks that, hey, he can stop the takedown, and then he's just going to knock Blades out. So, just like, okay, well, what is going to be happening here? So, it starts off, and both... Like both guys are kind of respecting what the other one does, so they're both a little cautious, you know what I mean? Um, Blades he then rushes with a few shots, they're they're a little bit telegraphed, you know what I mean? Ain't gonna lie, they're a little bit telegraphed, and as I said, look, they're rushed, he doesn't set them up, they're, they're rushed, so that happens. Um, yeah, it's not great. It's you know, it's a bit sloppy. Um you know, JDS, you know, he's a bit sloppy with his shots too. Um so yeah, no one really uh, you know, no one's really kind of doing anything crazy here. Though, you know, to be fair, JDS is you know, he's showing improved head movement. That's probably the biggest takeaway from the first round. So in other fights, JDA is getting tagged a few times here. But yeah, really showing better head movement. Um, but Blades lands, uh, uh, you know, he lands a few, um, a few tough shots towards the end. Alright, so we're going into the second round, and, yeah, the question is, can Blades take him down? Because, yeah, he's definitely struggled in that first, and then neither is really, you know, setting anything up. It's all a bit rushed, all a bit rushed. Um, So, Blades, you know, he's, um, he's mixing things up. You know, he's mixing things up a lot more now. And, um, you know, he's pushing forward. 
you know, which is good. You know, it, it, it's making Dasonios, it's making him think, which is making him a little hesitant, you know what I mean? So, JDS, he he's just coming forward to, um, to kind of resort to catching blades with a with an uppercut or an overhand that's all he's kind of doing so he's becoming a little bit predictable and well we all know if he become a little predictable someone is going to uh yeah clock your timing you know what I mean and Probably midway through the round, Blades lands a jab. Then he, like, oh, then he just comes with this huge overhand. And Blade, uh, sorry, Dasonios is staggering. Um, yeah, he is staggering. Um... Yo, so it's not good. It's not good. So Blades follows it up with knees, then punches, and you know, Dasanos is you know he's basically out on his feet, out on his feet, and the referee stops the fight. So yeah, it was. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, it wasn't a fight you're expecting to see. You know what I mean? Definitely not the fight you're expecting to see. But Blades gets it done. Blades gets it done. And so now he is 13-2. and two, And the only person to beat him is uh, Francis Ngannou. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, huh, okay. What the hell is going to happen here now? Uh, So, Blades, you know, he calls for the title shot. But you you kind of feel that... Because Stipe is now clear. And it's weird. Because a few days ago, Stipe is just like, Oh, I'm not clear. And, um, you know, but I'm going to defend. But on my timeline, and I want to fight someone who I haven't beaten next. Which you're kind of thinking he's only doing it because um, Cormier wanted to fight Lesnar. You know, so that was going to be the fight. But I have to admit, look, Cormier did always say that if that fight doesn't happen, he's fighting Stipe, which he did. So, yeah, I, I think when this all gets sorted out, it's going to be Stipe Cormier free. Um, but then, yeah, it's like, what happens next? Now, I think it's clear if um, Rosenstruck beats Ngano. If Rosenstruck beats Ngano, then it's going to be Blade v. Rosenstruck. But if Ngano beats um, Rosenstruck, then it's going to be. Ungano against the winner of Cormier Stipe, I feel. You know? So that just makes it tricky for Blades. So it, it's essentially 
it's he's just wanting to know who wins out of uh, Ngano Rosenstruck. I mean, that determines his next fight. So, um, performance of the night bonuses go to Herbert Burns for that just horrendous knee knockout of um, Nate Landois. Uh, and Alex Perez for, um, yeah, that stoppage. That crazy arm triangle stoppage of Jordan Espinosa. And the fight of the night that goes to Brett Johns v. Tom, Tony Gravely, even. Not Tom Gravely, Tony Gravely. And, uh, yeah, I have to say, that was a fun-ass fight. So, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I feel that's fair, you know. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely say that's uh, that's fair. I've, if it wasn't that one, I'd say it'd be Arnold um, Nick Lentz. But uh, yeah, not a bad card. Not a bad card, you know. Um, they, like we've got some. I think it's answered some questions. And I think it's also shown where some fighters might need to uh, polish a few little things. But yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It's very interesting. And um, yeah, so now, now people, we have got a couple of weeks wait. And then we've got a UFC 247, John Jones v. Uh, Dominic Reyes, Saturday the 8th of February, um, from Houston. So I, I believe this is Super Bowl weekend, right? And in the co-main event, who is Valentina Shevchenko against... Caitlin Chachagian, which, you know, like, Chachagian looked really good in that last fight against Jennifer Meyer. She really did. But it's hard to go against Shevchenko. It's hard to go against Shevchenko. Like it's hard to go against John Jones. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, but that... It's very interesting. Very interesting. Hey, um, also on this card, Aaliyah Latifi is making his heavyweight debut, which just seems crazy. <laughs> it's like Aaliyah against Derek Lewis. And you just kind of feel, I, I probably, hey, if he had worked on that diet, you you just think that he probably could have dropped to middleweight. And I have to say, I feel that would be probably a better division for him. But, going to be interesting for sure. Definitely interesting. Um, yeah, some other interesting fights on this card. Like Andrea Lee is fighting Lauren Murphy. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Andrew Yule is fighting Jonathan Martinez. You know? So, um, 
yeah, there's some there's some interesting fights on this card, man. So um, <sighs> couple of weeks wait, couple of weeks wait, and the eighth of uh, February, UFC two forty seven people. But um, yeah, we'll be we'll be back next week. All right, cool, cool. Okay, so. Um, just a little bit news before we bounce But one thing I just want to say, right So, there's been a few articles with Macy Barber Talking about her loss to Roxanne Modafferi And, um, <laughs> like, now, the doctor coming in wasn't a great look But she's saying the doctor brought attention to her knee And it's a bit like... Nah, <laughs> everyone knew your knee was fucked before the doctor messed with your knee. You could hardly stand. You know what I mean? It was just like the doctor, like saying you've got a, might have a partial tear. Like that didn't really do anything because everyone knew your knee was fucked. <laughs> so yeah, I just thought. I think sometimes people just need to let it go Let it go You're lost, you're gonna be out Come back, that's it You know what I mean? Tell your dad to shut up Because he's talking some crazy You know what I mean? It's done It's not gonna hurt your situation That's it But let's get to some other shit Um, One interesting thing happening with the PFL it seems this year Is they are introducing some one night tournaments For um, five European markets So it is said that they have... um, Worked out deals with promoters in the United United Arab Emirates, Russia, Germany, Brazil, and a real interesting one, Australia. So, uh, yeah, so I think the idea is to put on these one-night tournaments uh, between February and March. Um... I think the first one, it's going to be in the United Arab Emirates, um, and that's through UA Warriors. So yeah, oh, that that could be that could be interesting, right? Uh, something else that's happening. So um, Polaris 13, which takes place on the fourth of April in Newport, Wales, that. Is going to um, be changing its format So, you know In um, all the tournaments so You know, all the events so far They've just had single fights, right? But in this next um, This next event They're going to have an eight-man absolute tournament So, uh yeah, I don't know. It will be interesting to see how that goes and to see um, who's going to compete. Because, you know, like, yo, the EBIs, man, they were always fun as shit. Um, 
and you know, like combat jujitsu is great. We've also got quintet now, and you know, so it's gonna be like, yo, uh, are we gonna see people go to this or wait for those? But um, yeah, I'm interested. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, some other fight news now. Okay, so um, there's a few fights being announced. Uh, so we're gonna start with UFC London on the 21st of March. So um, there's been two fights. Well, one fight, one replacement. So the new fight is Jack Marshman v Kevin Holland. Now that's gonna be a fun one. I'm kind of leading towards Kevin Holland, but you know, who knows, right? And the the other big news, right? So Cage Warriors lightweight champion Jay Herbert, he is just signed to the UFC, and he is going to repeat. Be replacing Stevie Ray, who's had to pull out of his fight against Mark Duquesne. So, um, yeah, that will be interesting. And we know UFC London is going to be headlined by Leon Roberts against Tyrone Woodley. And uh, one fact: Jay Jay Herbert he trains with Leon Roberts. So, um. Leon Roberts, it's Leon Edwards, Jesus man, apologies, yes, Leon Edwards against Tyron Woodley, god damn it, Um, so then the next week we have um, UFC on ESPN 8 from Columbus, uh, and we've got Aspen Ladd v Juliana Penner, that's been added to that card, which is headlined by Francis Ungano against Jarzinho Rosenstruck. Ooh, two good fights there. Now we um, tr- jump to April, April the 18th, and um, UFC 249. Sagara Eubanks will be fighting Sarah Maras. And, um, hey, we see Karma Worthy make his second appearance against Otman Azatar. Um, and UFC 249 is headlined by um, Khabib against Tony. Oh, I cannot wait for that. Uh, and then the following week, on the 25th, we've got UFC Fight Night from Lincoln. And we've got Mackenzie Dern making a return against Arena Karna Lossi. Uh, and that card is headlined by Anthony Smith and against Glover Tuxeria. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's going to be a fun one. So, uh, yeah, some fun things to look forward to, people. Definitely some fun fights to look forward to. Uh, There's no UFC um, this coming weekend, but it is back. It is back the following weekend. uh, UFC 247. 
John Jones against Dominic Race. So um, next week we will break down, you know, give our predictions for that card. So yeah, definitely looking forward to the 8th of February. I do think that Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, people. Well, see you next week. All right. Peace. <laughs> 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 <laughs>